Hello, and welcome to the Selling St. Pete podcast, your go-to resource for all things real estate and all things St. Pete. I'm your host, Nicole Sanchez. Hello, and welcome to the Selling St. Pete podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Sanchez. And today I am joined by Casey Kephart. Casey is a functional medical nutritionist and board sort of certified health coach and founder of the Feel Good Program. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for, for letting me join you. Um, I'm excited for this. I am too. You know, I I have started to sprinkle in some podcasts. This isn't necessarily related to real estate, Mm -hmm. but if you're not healthy, you're really not going to be able to enjoy any facet of your life. Exactly. I want to sprinkle in some wellness um, to help listeners because I know it's it's played a huge part in my life and really changing and making life so much better. So definitely. And I think all of us as human beings struggle with health one point or another, or know somebody that does. So I think it's useful in any podcast arena in general. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So you work with women with autoimmune disease and you help Mm -hmm. them go from sick and confused to energized and Mm -hmm. pain-free. Why did you choose to specialize working with women with autoimmune? Yeah, uh, it's near and dear to my heart. I have two autoimmune diseases plus Lyme's disease. So chronic health issues galore. And it started when I was um, my freshman year of college. So very young, um, because I think most women get it around uh, 40 years old or older. So um, I realized that Living with an autoimmune disease is um, debilitating. It can be very debilitating for some. Um, and just doing daily functions isn't normal, like a normal college student would do them. So um, as I started going through my my degrees and my experience and my healing journey, I realized that because I know the solution on how to feel better with an autoimmune disease and live your life to the fullest, that I didn't want anybody else to suffer like I had to and be lost and confused and in pain and brain fog, not remembering your sentences or anything like that. So I started my career with women with autoimmune disease and it's in the making and the rest will be history. That's awesome. I know in my own health journey, I have noticed a difference between the type of practitioners that I see, whereas some, you know, physicians or health practitioners may be more Western focused Mm -hmm. and others more Eastern and some are a blend. Mm -hmm. I have found personally that when I seek out a more holistic approach that I have more effective treatments and and less invasive and less treatments that require prescriptions, but I can can address the issues more holistically with food, lifestyle changes and supplementation. 
Yeah. I mean, it's root cause medicine, right? So we're not, you're not going in somewhere telling them a symptom and they're going to give you a pill for it. You're going in and they're with symptoms and they're like, okay, what's the root cause of this symptom now? Not just it's happening. Let's put a bandaid on it and fix it. So holistic medicine, if somebody out there is not totally aware of what it is, it's finding basically the root cause of why this is happening. So let's say you have headaches. It's not just because of the air pressure or a lack of Advil. It's because maybe a food sensitivity or your gut is disrupted. Um, it could be hydration, multiple things, but we get to the nitty gritty on why this is happening for you to fix it for the long run, not just the short term, put a pill on it and keep having that every single month. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So for those people who aren't aware of what autoimmune diseases are, mm -hmm. or maybe know a specific one, but maybe didn't realize that that's considered an autoimmune disease. Mm -hmm. What are autoimmune diseases? What are we? Yeah. Talking about? Yeah. So in simplest form, because autoimmune disease is very sciencey and very um, medical, it's when the body attacks itself. So um, I'm sure we have all heard of thyroid disorders, right? Like hypothyroid or Hashimoto's is the, the autoimmune form of hypothyroidism. So Hashimoto's is when our immune system is attacking our thyroid gland, which makes it an autoimmune disease because we're attacking itself. So um, obviously that is bad. We don't want that to happen. And we want to bring the, the immune system back to balance and we want to stop overworking um, our bodies so it can rest and digest and heal um, and become normal again. But when we have an autoimmune disease, it's usually, I like to put it in an analogy where it's like a third shift worker, right? So third shift, you're working, what is it, like 10, 10 p.m. to 8 a.m. or something like that. And we're tired, right? Like we don't want to work the shift and we just have to constantly go and go and go. Let's say you work first and second shift too. And we tend to make mistakes now, right? Because we're tired and we're sluggish. And that's exactly the same thing with the immune system. When it's chronically tired and stressed out and we have that autoimmune disease, um, it makes mistakes. So we tag certain things in our bodies to attack and we tag certain food molecules to make us um, allergic to it, even though it's just a simple food particle like kale or like spinach, but now our body is fighting against those foods. So it's just an overworked, tired system that we need to, to heal and to fix and to let rest really. Yeah, I can definitely relate to that. Um, in, in 2010, I was working at the Winter Olympic Games in Vancouver and was working and not quite full overnight shift, but definitely yeah. had my nights and days um, mixed up. And it took me almost two months to fully integrate back into a regular schedule when I returned to the U.S. because, you know, it was really, it, it took a long time. Mm hmm. Yeah, the, so, the body works in mysterious ways with that for sure. Yeah. So with autoimmune, what are some common symptoms that people have? Who mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So the two biggest that I usually see in my business is fatigue and pain. Uh, pain being muscle pain, bone aches, joint pain. So things like your rheumatoid arthritis, um, osteo is not an autoimmune disease, but they often go hand in hand. Um, and then fatigue. We all know what chronic fatigue is, just where you, you get up in the morning feeling sluggish, pretty awful, and you have to just fight the day to get your kids out of bed, to do laundry, to do your basic normal things. Um, but some other common symptoms for me, it was gas, bloating and bowel irregularity. So those are also pretty common too. Um, as much as we want to say that bloating is normal because it's something that happens to the majority of us and it happens every day. Sometimes it is not normal. <laughs> Our bodies are telling us something. Um, other ones being eczema, um, skin disorders, acne, psoriasis is an autoimmune disease. Um, and then brain fog. So not being able to complete your sentences, not being able to be productive, have clarity. It's kind of like a dark, gloomy cloud in your head that just won't pass. Mm -hmm. Um, you feel foggy. That's why it's called brain fog. Um, other things being temperature, irregulation, itching. Um, some people have multiple chemical sensitivities, which just means um, you have those runny eyes, you have headaches, you have itchy ears, you have a runny nose. Um, I mean, any symptom can happen in your body from an autoimmune disease, and it's different for everybody. So I had gas bloating and bowel irregularity. Nicole may have pain and itchiness all over her skin or rashes. It just, it just depends. I noticed that um, I, I don't have autoimmune, but I, what I did discover is I have a gene mutation that affects my ability to methylate certain vitamins. Mm -hmm. And um, before that had been identified, I was having major brain fog issues. I was working and, you know, there would be points where I, I couldn't concentrate during the day. Oftentimes I would get to the parking lot and be wandering around aimlessly, forgetting where I'd parked my car earlier in the day. And um, like I said, one simple fix and within a few months that cleared itself. But I was, I was really concerned. I thought I was developing early onset dementia or yeah. Alzheimer's because, you know, in your thirties, you shouldn't be having this, the challenges that I was facing. Yep. And, and to your point about sensitivities to things, um, I don't know if this is, I'm experiencing the sensitivity because now I know what's in food dyes, but mm -hmm. um, I noticed that um, or I, when I learned that certain food dyes that is in a lot of common foods that we eat, particularly candy, and I have a sweet, mm -hmm. are petroleum products that I started picking up that when I eat a specific food dye, mm -hmm. I itch all mm -hmm. over. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it really, it's, it's disheartening that some of our food manufacturers are putting such toxic chemicals into our foods. And, um, and I've learned that there are even some engineers that are specifically engineering foods to be addictive 
because yes. we want to sell more products. And, yes. and that is really disheartening to me. It should be illegal, right? Like that's altering our bodies and affecting it without our permission. Um, I won't get too controversial here, but um, <laughs> what I heard out of what you said, though, is that you realized the food dyes were causing you to get itchy and food dyes are so little on the nutrition label and probably so far down on some of them that that would be really hard to notice or to even learn about yourself that that makes you itchy. So you being mindful of your body was able to do that. And we teach exactly that in my course is to be able to understand your body and to get down to the root cause of what is actually affecting your symptoms. We need to be mindful of what we're putting in our bodies with all of the ingredients on the label and then pick out which ones are, are causing us our disruption. So if anybody has an autoimmune disease or a chronic issue, one thing that we should learn to do more of every single day is to be mindful of our bodies and what's going on. And I would say that's really hard because we're all at this level of comfortability, or let's say it's our normal to be bloated. It's our normal to itch. It's our normal to go to the bathroom four times a day or none at all. But when we realize that that stuff is not normal and we start to get down to the nitty gritty, it can make all of the difference. And it starts with being mindful of your body. Well, and I don't want to gross people out, but you know, some of this we have to, because it's the poop talk. No, when I was in college, I was having pretty significant GI issues mm -hmm. and, and in fact had bloody stools, which mm -hmm. obviously is not normal for a 20 year old to have mm -hmm. wound up having, um, my first colonoscopy and they discovered polyps and, you know, I worked with my GI doctor to make some changes. So mm -hmm. that didn't happen moving forward. But one of the things that, you know, in, in talking with the doctor, you know, he was asking about my bowel movements and, mm -hmm. you know, that's no fun to talk at 20 years right. old with your doctor. Right. And he was asking if I strained and, you know, I didn't even know what that meant mm -hmm. and come to find out that I was chronically constipated, but I had no idea because I just thought, that was everyone's experience when they went to the bathroom. Yeah. And so learning more about what's normal, what's not normal, what the frequency is, you mm -hmm. know, what the experience should be like um, has definitely been eye-opening to me. Yeah, definitely. And so with that being said, it's important who you get your information from, because if we're talking to quote unquote normal people, they're going to say that's normal. Um, some doctors might even say that's normal. And again, I don't want to get too controversial on here, but um, so just be careful of who you get your information from and, um, and what their background is, because a 20 year old, I mean, we should know by 20 years old that that's not normal, right? And that's nothing against you, Nicole. That's just our society. And what that's saying about us Americans is yeah. we don't know that's normal, Right. And that's ridiculous. And that says a lot about our food system and our education system about food in general. Well, and just the taboos that we place on topics, you know, like going to the bathroom. I, I think it's refreshing. Mm -hmm. I saw a commercial the other day about 
um, it, it was it, something along the lines of women poop and you yes. know, trying to make it less taboo to talk about these things because yeah. it's true. You know, yeah. part of the reason why we don't know that that's normal or what's abnormal is because we simply don't talk about it. Yeah. You know, it's, we maybe think it's embarrassing to talk about that, mm -hmm. or, you know, it's just not something that's readily discussed. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think we are in a society still that women have to uphold an image and it's a 1950s image still, I believe that we don't, we don't talk about these gross things, even though every human being does them. And if they don't, that's not normal. <laughs> that is a health issue now that we need to get checked out. So absolutely. it's ridiculous when you really get into it too. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you talked about your course. You recently launched an online course Yes. where you teach women how to identify some of these issues that they're going through and mm -hmm. how to go from being sick and confused to mm -hmm. energized and pain-free. Can yeah. you tell me a little bit about um, what's in the course? Yeah, definitely. So the course is called the Feel Good Formula and it's a 12-week course. And the first six weeks, we're talking all about how to eat with an autoimmune disease. So um, I specifically use the autoimmune protocol and it's a form of an elimination diet and it's backed up by science. It's been made by a doctor who has gone through this herself and treated thousands of other people through it. And it's basically eliminating the top scientific foods that have been shown to cause inflammation in autoimmune bodies. So some of these things, and I'm not going to give away the whole thing, but some of these things being grains and dairy and gluten. Um, and so we want to eliminate that. And then we talk later on about reintroducing food. So we let the body rest and digest and basically put the fire out. Mm -hmm. um, and then with the reintroduction phase, we we see what our body likes and what it doesn't like and what's actually causing our symptoms or what is going to nourish our gut. So these first six weeks are learning your body, learning what foods to eat, what foods not to eat at the moment, reducing the inflammation, healing and nurturing the gut so we can start to function normally again. And then usually within the first couple of days or the first two weeks or about that two week mark, you'll start to see uh, less pain. You'll start to see um, less inflammation or like your face being less puffy than it usually is, or your hands being less swollen, clearer thinking. Like it's amazing what you can see just in a short amount of time with changing your diet to the, the protocol we offer. And then the next six weeks is still we're working on your diet. That does not change. That's gonna be a, basically a lifelong journey for you. The next six weeks is talking about lifestyle. So having an autoimmune disease is so much more than just what you're putting in your body. It's how we think and how we function and how we interact with our world. So we go over stress management. Um, stress is probably the top, one of the top five, I would even say one of the top two mm -hmm. um, um, indicators of an autoimmune disease. So you grew up in a stressful household or you are very just high stressed in general. You have um, jobs and kids and all of the things. 
more than likely, if you have a gene for autoimmune disease, you're going to develop that autoimmune disease. So we want to make sure that we are managing our stress along with our diet so we can have you get to this 100% healing journey for you. You can't just tackle one or the other. But other things we talk about is mindset, movement, sleep, um, different ways of eating, um, meaning like um, snacking and or intermittent fasting and things like that, the good and the bad of like the timing of eating, um, your environment and toxins. So what we're putting in, um, what we're putting on in the shower or the makeup we're putting on, the cleaning materials, all of these things lead to autoimmune diseases as well. So we go over basically everything that involves an autoimmune disease and how to, to heal it. And it's a very beginner's course, so you don't need to enter it knowing anything. It is set up step by step by step and action task by action task by action task for you. And by the end of the 90 days, um, you will be clear, like 100% clear on what your body likes, what it doesn't like, what we need to do to keep healing, what foods to um, keep reintroducing, what foods to stay away from. Um, what stress mechanisms you like and that your body doesn't like, and then you'll be clear on how to keep this journey going even after the 90 days. Um, go ahead. Is there a, a network or a group that you can tap into when you're doing the course? Yeah, definitely. Thanks for reminding me of that. So Yes, the 12 week course is all automated, but um, you're put into the private Facebook group where everybody in the program will be. We ask questions, we have conversations. Um, and then once a week, we have live group coaching calls. So this is where you jump on and we troubleshoot with you if you're having an issue or if a food's not working for you or a symptom just keeps persisting. We kind of go through your diet and what are you eating and your stress. And so that's your opportunity to get one on one with us um, live, virtually live <laughs> um, to to get help and to answer questions. But nonetheless, you have 24 hour support in that Facebook group and talking to other women as well who are going through the same thing as you are because having an autoimmune disease um, and I'm speaking from personal experience here is lonely and it is frustrating as heck and so when somebody understands you and when somebody gets it it makes all of the difference and a lot of us with autoimmune diseases don't look sick we don't look like we have a problem and so everybody on the external world is like you're fine like go run a marathon, like you're, you're 20 years old, you're fine. I'm not fine. I want to lay on the couch all day and, you know, run to the bathroom eight times a day. Like that's not okay. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So I know that a lot of, or many autoimmune um, diseases or symptoms have to do with the GI system. Mm -hmm. Is there a connection between leaky gut syndrome and autoimmune? Because I know leaky gut syndrome is another topic that we hear of quite a bit. Oh, sorry. We froze. You're back. Is there okay. a connection that's sorry, between leaky gut syndrome and autoimmune disease? A hundred percent connection. So scientifically, I think it's like 99%. If you have an auto, if you have a leaky gut, more than likely you will have an autoimmune disease. Um, and for anybody that doesn't know what a leaky gut is, it's 
it's our it's our gut, right? Like we all know what the gut is, and we're supposed to have a solid gut lining. It is tight junction, so nothing can get through that shouldn't be getting through. Uh, when we have a leaky gut, it's like a dashed line in the road that you would see, like a white dashed line. And now um, undigested food particles are getting through there, bacteria is getting through there, and it's all going in our bloodstream. And now our immune system is like, oh, heck no, like that's not supposed to happen. And we just ramp up and we attack, attack, fight, fight, fight. And that becomes chronic. And now you have a chronic um, health issue called an autoimmune disease. So in my program, but also in any autoimmune disease, you want to make sure that you're tightening up that gut lining. So all of those foreign um, particles are not entering your bloodstream and making your immune systems ramp up and your inflammation increase. So that is, I, if you do one thing, if you don't enter my course and you do one thing for your autoimmune disease, focus on your gut do Google searches on it, ask people about it, because that will be the most important thing. And I would even say for people not having an autoimmune disease, your gut is probably the issue as well. Um, for people with IBS, for people with um, chronic migraines or um, type two diabetes and all of the things it is, um, stemming from a gut issue as well. That might not be the lead contributor in that disease. It is definitely, um, a contributor though. I know for myself, you know, I thought I ate healthy most of the time. Um, mm -hmm. but once I started focusing on healing the gut, or I shouldn't say healing on, uh, addressing my gut, Mm -hmm. that I have seen a lot of changes, you know, simple yeah. things like, um, I've, I was never one to take antacids, but I know that they are, you know, they leach calcium from your mm -hmm. bones and, and, and aren't the best to address what's going on in the gut. And yeah. so utilizing digestive enzymes instead of an antacid or utilizing mm -hmm. aloe juice if I have an upset stomach or I feel like my immune system is being depleted yep. and using probiotics daily um, mm -hmm. and doubling up if I'm, you know, have to take antibiotics. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I notice a huge difference uh, if I don't do those things. And those things aren't widely known and they're not set in a doctor's office either. Um, and it's not a prescription, right? These are um, herbals. These are things in our garden. These are, um, naturally occurring and evolving minerals and nutrients that we need to have a balance in our body. They're not made in a lab or a chemical written on a script and sold for, you know, countless amounts of money. So it's, I, I wish our system was so different that we didn't just pop a Tums and instead we did what we were supposed to. Yeah. So along those lines, um, what would you say are um, some of the biggest contributing factors to autoimmune disease? Mm, yeah. I mentioned one of them, but I'm going to mention it again stress. Um, and stress looks different for everybody. And stress can also lie in your subconscious, not even knowing it. And for that form, it's more trauma-based. 
um, and we're holding things inside of us, but our immune system is still holding on to that and ramping up. And at that point, it's chronic. So if you do um, one thing every single day, manage your stress, and that looks different for everybody. It could be deep breathing. It could be walking. It could be meditation. Could be playing basketball for somebody. Like it's just so different. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing would be, go ahead. I was just gonna say we are animals, and yeah. we have fight or flight. Yes, tendencies which are there to save us or protect us. Mm-hmm. But if that mechanism is constantly going, you know, at some point it's like tires running mm-hmm. in mud. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. you're just gonna sink deeper into the mud if yeah. you're not projecting or getting out of the situation. Yep, exactly. I'm a very high stress person and I've had to learn to calm that and to work on my mind and my anxiety and everything like that. And I can tell you just doing that has reduced the number of autoimmune flares that I have. Um, So it's super, super important. There's so much science behind stress relief too and yoga and all of those things. Um, but the second thing that would be a big contributor for an autoimmune disease is your diet. So we just talked about leaky gut, but if you eat a processed diet, which is high, um, refined carbohydrates, high sugar, um, low quality oils, um, like fried foods, uh, French fries, um, I would even say the quality of food that you eat too, right? Like meat's not bad, but if you constantly eat low quality meat, that's toxic for your body. And it's ramping up the amount of inflammation in your body and it's poking holes in that gut lining that we talked about. So um, we want to make sure to be eating a balanced diet and that looks different for everybody for sure. But for women or people with autoimmune disease, it looks a certain way. Um, well, and we- not to mention with the meat, you know, if you're eating meat, that's full of hormones exactly, or an animal that's been stressed, you're taking on the stress of that mm-hmm. animal. Yes. um, Your, your body has to adjust to that. Yeah. And it's lower nutrition. So your eggs, there's a clear way to figure out if you are eating a stressed and low nutritious egg or a healthy, happy running chicken around. And it's, you know, grew old and all of the things. So you crack two eggs. One is, um, it's yolk is very bright yellow, like sunshine, right? Mm -hmm. That's usually what we're used to. And then you crack another egg and it is this dark orange color. You want the dark orange. That means it has higher levels of vitamin D and omegas in it. um, And all of those brain health and nutrient gut health fighting nutrients really. So that's how you know that you're eating a good quality egg and have the most nutrition you can in it. And it's the same for beef. It's this, not the colors obviously, but um, you wanna eat a high quality animal that was treated with respect and had a good diet and uh, was loved and nurtured. So you're getting the most nutrients out of that, that you can. And you also know that it was a, he was a great part of society. You know, you don't wanna eat a cow that wasn't, that wasn't treated correctly. Um, that breaks my heart, but, um, 
in whatever you're eating, make sure it's good quality. And good quality means either pasture raised, it means grass fed, um, no hormones or antibiotics added. Um, Hopefully uh, not too many pesticides. Exactly, wild caught and um, GMO free. There's so many taglines now because we do so much to our food quality that we need to say all of these things. Yeah. Um, and even a farmer's market, check with the farmer on what practices that they use, because, um, sometimes it's just the run of the mill farmer. And sometimes they don't have an organic sign, but they are, they do practice organic practices. They just haven't gotten their license because it takes about seven years. So, um, always ask questions and look out for the quality of foods. Yeah. And, and so not only foods, but what are some other lifestyle habits that may play a part in that? Yeah. Um, so toxins would be another thing. So for lifestyle, we want to make sure that just like food, what we're putting in our bodies is natural and high quality. Same with our skin. Our skin is our largest absorbing organ, really. And we want to make sure that we are doing everything we can so our body is not um, absorbing these toxic materials, which again are poking holes in our gut lining and causing more stress and inflammation in our bodies. So makeup, very toxic. Um, lotions can be very toxic. Our shampoos and our soaps and our deodorants are detox um, inhibitors. So or, um, deodorant has aluminum in it, which is a heavy metal, which is toxic to the body. Deodorant like antiperspirants or the 48 hour no sweat, whatever they're marketing it as. So, so bad for our detox pathways because we we need sweat to detox the toxins out of us. Mm -hmm. So if we're clogging that up, we can't detox correctly to have a healthy body. Like we're not even giving our, our body a chance at that point. So um, everything we put in, we breathe, we want to make sure that we're, we're doing it correctly in the most healthy way possible. So living by a factory or being around secondhand smoke or smoking yourself or lathering yourself in toxic sunscreen every day. If you live in Florida, like Nicole and I do, or um, there's just so many things we can go over. Um, one of them being air fresheners. If you have an air freshener in your car, in your home, in your work environment, please throw it in the trash right now because it is so um, toxic for your body, your endocrine system and estrogen levels everything. Wow. Um, you get in an Uber and there are 16 air fresheners on the mirror. I want you to either throw them out the window or step out of that vehicle because it is so toxic. And I know when I enter those Ubers, like I put, we always had a mask on because of COVID, but um, like I hold my breath as much as I can in those because I get a headache. I get irritable. I get runny eyes. It's, it's awful. It's yeah. toxic. What about diffusers with like essential oils? Is that yes. a better way to um, maybe make the air smell clean or fresh, but achieve the same goal, but without the toxic environment? Definitely. And one thing I will say to that, and I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer today with all these toxic <laughs> materials, but if you are going to do an essential oil, 
read the back of the label because there's some essential oils that are very, very man-made and chemical-induced and toxic for the body. Mm -hmm. um, so you want to make sure it says lavender oil on it or peppermint oil and none of this red dye number one and two and um, these chemicals that I can't even pronounce or know what they are. So yeah. do a diffuser. That's great. Just again, get a good quality of it. Yeah. Or a 100% uh, soy wax candle. So your Yankee candles, if they're not soy wax, throw them in the trash right now, please, because you are just toxic, toxicating up your whole house and your body. And it's just, it is not good for an autoimmune disease, but either any, any health, health yeah. issues, you're just not giving your body a chance. And again, things that you may not even make the connection, but once you eliminate it from your mm -hmm. life, you start to realize the impact that it has been having on you. Yeah. Yeah. Chronic headaches, throw away those candles and all of the scents and the dyes, the man-made, the man-made chemicals, basically. And you'll find a great reduction in that. Yeah. So what role do supplements play? Yeah. So there's supplements are kind of controversial, right? People are like, oh, well, we can get them all through food. So why do we need supplements? Or some people are like supplements are a hundred percent effective for healing a chronic issue. And it's right in the middle there kind of. So with an autoimmune disease, because we have um, malabsorption because our bodies are so sick, we don't absorb properly anymore. Um, and because our food system, our food quality system, for lack of a better word, sucks, we <laughs> aren't getting the nutrients that we're supposed to be getting in that soil and in that orange or um, leafy green. So it's said now that an orange has about 70% less vitamin C than it did about 50 years ago, which is just incredible. And it's because of our soil system um, and what we're putting on the foods like pesticides and herbicides and fungicides. Mm -hmm. So we, we get we don't get as many nutrients as we're supposed to, and we're not absorbing as much as we're supposed to. So that's where the supplements come in. And we want to have supplements be a complement to our diet. We want it to help absorb our diet. We want to help um, heal that leaky gut faster and better and stronger. And we do that through supplements and um, herbals. So there's high quality supplements out there and there's low quality supplements out there. And I think that's just the theme of today. You want to get a high quality supplement that is absorbable in your body that has been tested and has clinical studies behind it. Um, so I think I'm going to stop right there on the, <laughs> on, on what I, I just said. I know personally that I could see a difference when I made a shift in the type of supplements that I was taking. Mm -hmm. You know, I came across one that's very bioavailable and, mm -hmm. um, you know, all disclosure prior to that, I, I didn't really take them regularly because I would get an upset stomach. And um, that's why would I continue to take something that made me mm -hmm. sick? Mm -hmm. And so I just didn't, but, you know, I would have low vitamin D levels. So then I'd have to take them and it was just this vicious cycle. Yeah. And finally I came across 
um, something that works, that's effective. And mm -hmm. you know, with a very small shift, I lost weight, I lost inflammation, and I hadn't really changed anything else mm -hmm. yeah. um, in my diet. So that was very eye-opening to me. Yeah. And that just tells you the quality difference in supplements too. So things that you can just get off the shelf may not be as high quality as you actually think they are. You may just be excreting them or adding more toxin and inflammation inside of you. Um, but I think also, I hear that a lot too, Nicole, that like I was getting an upset stomach, especially with probiotics. When I ask them if they're taking probiotics and saying, well, yeah, but it hurts my stomach or no, because it hurt my stomach. Well, mm -hmm. you're not on the right one then. <laughs> we yeah. need to switch this up. That doesn't mean that all probiotics or all supplements don't work for you. It's mm -hmm. because your body is just telling, that's its sign that it's telling you, I don't like this one. We need to find a better one, a higher quality one or a different strain or a different form, a different capsule or a liquid. So mm -hmm. when something doesn't work, switch it up. And especially with supplements, try something new, try a higher quality supplement, talk to a person who knows their stuff about supplements and chronic health issues or whatever issue that you're going through. Well, and reading the labels again, because, mm -hmm. even, you know, the supplement industry, aside from being controversial in some places, not regulated nearly yes. like controlled substances are. Mm -hmm. And and I know that there are very popular supplements on the shelves in a lot of well-known stores mm -hmm. that have food dyes in them, that have binders and fillers that are not meant to be broken down by the yeah. human body, that have talc in mm -hmm. them. And, um, you know, be very mindful of what you are putting in your body and read those labels so that you know what's going in your system, because if you don't, it could be a contributing factor to yeah. what you're dealing with. I agree. And to tack on to that, um, a lot of times I ask people to send me um, the, the ingredient label on there to see if it's a good supplement, because they'll just send me the label. And I'm like, okay, well, let's turn it around to see what is actually in there. And when I say the ingredient label, they send me the nutrition facts, whether it's a food or a supplement. So I just want to tell anybody who is kind of confused about that, there's a nutrition label and then there's an ingredient label. And the thing that is most important, at least in my eyes and what I teach is the ingredient label, because that's going to tell you your quality of food right there and what is in it and what's going to be inflammatory for you. I care less about the nutrition label and how many macros and calories and fat and protein there is. I want to know the quality and what's going to make you sick or make you better. So that ingredient label in food is usually right below that nutrition label of calories, fat, and protein. So always look at that with whatever you are consuming, an essential oil, a supplement, or a food product, mm -hmm. even water. It's some people, something, some companies add stuff to water. So yeah. <laughs> please look at the nutrition label. Absolutely. Absolutely. So where can people find out more information about your course? Yeah. So www.nutritionwithkc.com. And you will find everything there with um, my, my social media handles and my course, my free masterclass to watch um, and how to get a hold of me. 
And if people, do you do private consultations? You know, if someone wanted to have a consult with you about their nutrition or the supplements that they're taking, would that be an option? Yeah, definitely. So right now I'm having um, free 20 minute nutrition reviews. So this is where that's also on my website too. You'll find that link. Um, and so in this nutrition review, we'll talk about what you're doing, you know, now and in the past and what your health goals are and how we get you there, whether that's diet supplements. And you'll also have the opportunity in that to ask me questions um, and and get a handle on what um, will work for you and what your next step should look like. Um, so you'll be leaving that 20 minute free consultation with feeling more reassured that you're on the right track, that your questions are answered and um, optimistic that what you're going to be doing is actually gonna work for you instead of kind of just spinning your wheels wondering if you're doing what you're doing is right. Awesome. And last question for people that want to take a more holistic approach, but mm -hmm. maybe don't necessarily know how to start when they're looking for a GP or a health professional, what kind of credentials should they look for? Yeah. Um, credentials is a hard one because even MDs and medical doctor could be holistic, but just doesn't have a a credential for it. So the keywords that I put in or tell other people to put in is a couple of them. So functional medicine is a very good one to enter into Google and you'll find all the practitioners on there that practice functional medicine, which is holistic medicine. You can also just Google in holistic medicine, integrative medicine or integrative nutrition. Um, and I mean, my credentials are holistic, but they're going to look different than other people's. So um, there's also a really great um, website where you can put your, your zip code in, or if you're in Canada, you can put your province in, and it will tell you um, where in your area is a functional medicine practitioner. So if you go to ifm.org, um, slash find a practitioner, you will see all of um, that search criteria there. That's a really good start. Okay. I'll be sure to put those links down in the show notes. Yeah, great. So people have access to your website and, and to that link. Yeah, I can send you that too if you just want to copy and paste from what I said. Okay. Well, thank you so much for the conversation today. I think that we provided folks with a lot of great information mm -hmm. and hopefully if any of the listeners are suffering in silence with autoimmune or potentially with autoimmune diseases, you know, they have some place to start to try to get relief. Definitely. Yeah. Please reach out to me. And if I feel it's necessary to refer you, I'm happy to also send you to referrals and places to get started if where what I'm doing is not a right fit for you. So my goal is just to help you in your autoimmune journey, whether that looks like working with me or working with somebody else. So um, please reach out if you feel it's necessary. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for having me on. This was lovely. Absolutely. Thanks for listening. 
If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe so you can listen to future episodes.